0: Hi, I'm Hera, the mom. And I'm Estella, the kid. And this is Seeking Different. There are times when everyone feels different or left out. As a non-traditional mom and kid family, we're setting out to explore all the ways that families can be different. This is Seeking Different.
1: Welcome to Seeking Different. So this week we're recording from sunny Tamarindo Beach, Costa Rica, where the kids have gone to Spanish language camp for the past couple summers.
0: Me and Isa love Costa Rica because at camp we get to practice Spanish, meet people from all over, and do fun activities like swimming,
1: surfing, and ziplining. And so one of the reasons we've come back to Costa Rica so often is in addition to loving the country, it's also a really great vacation for mom and kid families. So a lot of parents assume that A relaxing vacation means that you have to take a cruise or you have to go to an all-inclusive resort. And that's just not how I've traveled before kids. And once I had kids, I was really, really hell-bent on showing them the world. Well, let's be honest, Mama.
0: We're both bougie and sometimes a resort,
1: beach club, or cruise is the answer. Okay, that's fair. So no shade to people who love cruising. But this mama gets seasick and I really don't like crowds and crowds make me anxious. And I really just want to relax on vacation. So before traveling here, I was looking for a place that wasn't a resort where I could spend a few weeks and work part of the time if I couldn't take the time off. And you and your sister could have fun during the day. And when I'm not working, I want to be able to serve and just have some mama time to like relax or do some writing. So how did you find the camp? So that was the hard part. I took to the internet. Before I even looked for flights, I searched for Spanish language camps for kids. I found tons for teens and adults, but there really isn't a lot for young kids. So last year when Isa was three, I was amazed that there's a camp. It's called Explora Natura, I-L-I-S. And they take kids as young as two years old. All you have to do is not pee in your pants. <laughs> Uh, there were some in Europe as well, but I really wanted to go somewhere we could see animals and have some adventures on the weekend.
0: So if you were a mom and I didn't want to go to Costa Rica, where were some of
1: the other places you found in your search? So I found some in Spain and there are some in other parts of Central America and even Latin America, like Colombia and Mexico. But the biggest challenge is that most of the camps are for ages 12, 14 and older. Some of them sound really cool, too, because they let kids actually sleep there. It's like an international sleepaway camp, but that really wasn't going to work for us.
0: I don't really like sleepaway camps because it kind of scares me because I feel like I can't really take a day without mommy being there. Yeah. Um, so like if mommy wasn't there, then I'll kind of like have panic attacks and i would be super scared. And like, I also don't want, I don't, I sometimes don't, m- some counselors at camp, I don't really trust. And maybe there's like a bully at camp and I would and I wouldn't be able to go home and kind of like relax and like think that I, I'm not going to be with the bully for the rest of the day or, and, but if I was at sleepaway camp, then
1: Boy would still be this. That's why I wouldn't go. Like to go to sleepaway camp. Yeah, I also really don't enjoy the concept of sleepaway camp. I know lots of families do it, but one of the things that I really love about doing camp when you travel, day camp specifically, is that you guys get to enjoy other kids, and then at the end of the day, you can still hang out with mama. So I think I would also miss you a lot if you guys went to sleepaway camp because. I think it would also make me anxious for you guys not to come home. So having a day camp is really awesome.
0: Yeah, because you can just say hello in the morning, um, have time Mm -hmm. with them for like for like from like eight to two, then say bye, I'll see you tomorrow. And then for the rest of the day, you got to do so much fun activities with with your family. Then you come back and do it all over again. But it's Mm -hmm. but it'll
1: just be a little bit different the next day. Okay, so for all of the people who are now like, hmm, what is this language immersion camp? Why don't you take us through like what a typical day at camp looks like, Stella? Um, So
0: you wake up in the morning, you get ready. You, the camp, so the, in this immersion camp, they have an orientation where they tell you what you need. So you'll probably know what you need. You get it all packed. Make sure to bring sunscreen, bug spray and lots of water, and then you leave at eight, then you stay at camp, and first, um, you practice, um, and, like, introductions, and, um, introductions, then you have snack time. Wait,
1: so first, how do they know there's kids from all over the place. So some of them speak Spanish really well. Some of them have never spoken at all. So how do they know like what level to put you in?
0: So they usually put you in a level, um, by your age and then once, and then they ask you some questions. Like there's one teacher that goes around and asks us questions. And then once you, an- when, if you can't answer the question, most of the questions, then you go to like a lower group. But if you can answer like the questions that they asked you, you would stay in that group. But if you really know the Spanish more that they're not asking, then you go to a higher group. So, um, and then after that, you stay in the group for a whole entire week.
1: Mm. I got- So in the morning, you do your Spanish groups. So for Issa, who is really little, they have kind of like a little baby area that yeah. like they get to play and like, they just like say hello. They don't, the counselors don't speak English to you. So when I asked Issa if she like knew any Spanish, she was like, I don't know. They just don't speak to us in English. I don't know if she picks up a lot. So they're not like doing like verb conjugations or anything like, <laughs> like that at her age. Well, yeah, that's true because most of the counselors don't know how to speak
0: English. Like, both of my counselors that I got, they just totally speak to us in fluent Spanish. Yeah, but it's then, better because if they spoke to you then, English, like, you wouldn't. I, know. Under, I understand what they're saying, but I can't have a the correct answer to to um, to say back. So usually I say, "Can you explain to me what that means?" And then they and then they would explain to me what it means by saying English explaining and then they ask it again. And then I say, "Um, OK, sure.
1: All right. So after a little bit of Spanish in the morning. T- you have s- you have snack, oh. which is pineapples and
0: um, watermelons with and then you and then you uh, and then you either get to grab your water bottle fill it up at camp, or just get a cup of water
1: that they set out. And I then just, there's like I vanilla my... wafers. The oh, kids yeah. talk about the vanilla wafers and say they're amazing.
0: They're <laughs> the best. So like um, everybody at camp loves them. And after, like probably like 10 minutes after, after we're done eating all our fruit, they make us wait so they can like get all, all the vanilla wafers. Um, And then they come out and pass it around. In Mm -hmm. like these packages, it's really good. It's like, it's like, it's like cookies on the side and then vanilla in the middle.
1: All right. So what are some of the activities you get to do with camp that is not just learning Spanish? What other things do they do? Um,
0: So Mondays, they do, they go to the beach and play in the water and the sand. Tuesdays, they go on a field trip. Today, we went zip lining. That was Um, funny.
1: But the farm isn't the best. Yes, they took them to the farm last week.
0: (laughs) I got covered in poop and dirt.
1: Okay, yes. Farms are a little (laughs) bit gross. And also, we
0: were going on these, like, bull rides, and it was raining during it. it. That's kind of cool. You got to ride a bull. No, 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 no. no. We didn't get to ride (laughs) the bull. The bulls were just pulling us in these wagons, and it was so bumpy. Uh... I kind of got a little bit nauseous because cars were
1: coming in the road. It was funny because when you guys came home... Issa was like, that was the best ever. I got to milk a cow and I got to play with all the animals. Just to be honest,
0: <laughs> I feel like it's not right to touch a cow in that place.
1: Uh, okay. Well, I mean, that's how you get the milk.
0: But still, why would they touch them there? Isn't there some other way to do it?
1: Um, I don't think so. <laughs> what about you, Mama? What have you done while
0: Isa and I have been at camp?
1: Um, Well... I did several surf lessons last week and that was a lot of fun. And I did some writing and what did I do? Jeez. I went to the spa one day, which was amazing. It was pretty much the best spa experience of my life. They like take you up into the jungle and it's at this place called Los Altos de Eros. And you hear howler monkeys and they give you these amazing massages and amazing food. I got to drink wine while in a tub. It was pretty amazing. Oh, wait, speaking of howler monkeys, today
0: when we went ziplining for our field trip, um, in we went up up this ladder, and there were howler monkeys above you, beside you, and in front of you. There were like fifty howler monkeys yep. that we could see and hear. Yep, and then is was like, oh,
1: which is cool. monkey, and then everybody was like. Oh. So the zip line was at the monkey park, which is why we saw so many monkeys. It was pretty cool. I also think the monkeys were laughing at us when we were coming across the zip line. The mo- one monkey was like sitting on a branch and literally pointing to me laughing. I was like, all right, I see you. That was not.
0: But the also worst. there were these two baby monkeys that were wrestling.
1: Yes, it was adorable. And probably the highlight of the zip line for me, like watching the monkeys fight while we were waiting. Okay, so Stella, what type of vacation do you like more? Do you like it when we go somewhere, like when we were in Portugal, without the camp? Or would you do you like it when there's like a camp or some kind of like other program for kids?
0: We'll be right back after a quick break.
1: it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the I podcast with new episodes every Monday. That's a really hard
0: decision. Like, I think probably like both because I all because I really like to meet other kids and make new friends and also learn more languages. At a camp or do more activities, activities, and programs, but I also like to go places like Portugal and just kind of like relax and like do my own thing and kind of like not stress mm-hmm. in the morning about like getting our stuff ready. Yeah, um, I guess that would be hard because so, like, the kids have there, to get like, up and out. Well, like there are evens and there are odds to each. Um, pros and
1: cons, yes, <laughs> evens and odds. I like it.
0: So, how exactly? Do you go about planning a trip like the one to Costa Rica? There don't seem to be many hotels in this town.
1: No, you're right. There aren't. So one of the hardest things about coming to this little town in Tamarindo is the town. There are some hotels, but if you're going to stay in a place for several weeks, unless you really like eating out, and I hate to break it to the Costa Ricans who live in Tamarindo, but the food here is not great. And unless you want to eat out all the time and spend a lot of money on food, because it's also an expensive little town because it's so touristy, you really need to stay in a place that's not a hotel.
0: Oh, but also remember when we went into the jungle and into like Monte Verde and like I ate those noodles and it messed me up
1: for the whole entire <laughs> okay. trip. So yes. now I have to be careful. That's another part of the trip. So when I was planning the trip to come down here, the first thing you need to do is think about flights. Like, how is it? How much is it going to cost to get there? But you don't necessarily have to book the flights first. I always recommend people putting Google alerts on their flights. So depending on where you live, like, for example, for us in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, you would want to have a Google alert from D.C., Maryland or Virginia. One thing I also found out is that Southwest Airlines now flies direct from Baltimore To Liberia, Costa Rica, which I did not know until this vacation. So that is a really good option. If you book in it long enough in advance, I think you could probably get a flight around $200 round trip from the DC area, which is a fantastic price. The next thing I would say is since there aren't any hotels here, you really have to look at places like Airbnb. And I know lots of families are nervous about Airbnb because. It's not like a hotel, like you can't just change to a new room if it stinks. But with Airbnb, if you make sure you get a super host and you also look at the reviews because they will tell you if it's stinky or the breads are horrible.
0: And if there are cucarachas, one girl from camp
1: said one fell from the ceiling onto her neck. That was super gross. So we were we were surfing and the little girl asked, or I guess she was a teenager. She was like, are there cockroaches here? And the instructor was like, what's a cockroach? I don't know. And then
0: then she was like, "Um, how do you say, and then she asked her surf instructor, how do you say cockroaches in Spanish? She was like, what's a cockroach? And then he was like, Oh, (laughs) yeah.
1: And so definitely read the reviews and make sure the reviews are current because it could be really clean five years ago, but if it's full of cucarachas, now you don't want to stay there. Our
0: hotel is amazing. Well, it's not really a hotel, it's a condo, but it's amazing. Um, what about you, Mama? What type of vacation do you like
1: the best? So I'm like you. There are evens and odds, pros and cons to each type of vacation. I really liked our trip to Portugal because I really liked exploring the city and doing all the things. But I think like one of the cons for a trip like that is that sometimes you and Isa get really tired and you don't want to do adult things. And so what's really nice about having the camp vacation is that when you guys are exhausted and just want to do kid things, you can do kid things. Because you go to camp. Exactly. But then on the weekends, what's really nice is that we can do things as a family. So for example, where did we go this weekend?
0: Monteverde, um, but at night I was crying. On the
1: night hike,
0: I was crying because I got really, really scared.
1: Yes, so we did a night hike, Monteverde or the Cloud Forest, which a lot of people know it as. We went on a night hike, and I think we were all very exhausted. But also,
0: there's a daddy long legs crawling up my leg. Yes. And also there's a moth that kept on following me. And also I didn't know where I was going because all we used was flashlights. And when I looked behind me, it was just complete darkness.
1: We also saw some pretty scary things. So one of the things that the cloud forest is known up known for is venomous snakes. I and know, at one point so- the instructor, like the, the tour guide looked up and he was like, look at the snakes. And we were there for like 20 minutes looking at these snakes. And he thought it was funny to tell us that the he's like oh don't worry you have five hours to survive once you've been bit by a snake and he said the hospital is two hours away and I'm like that seems like we should just move on
0: Uh, but also every single five seconds he had to look like look at a bird or like a tiny snake or a little spider for like 10 minutes every five mm-hmm. seconds and i'm like
1: come on yeah i think we spent like 10 minutes on a tarantula but remember seeing the stars they were the best stars i've seen in my whole entire life they're
0: they were amazing
1: i think it's because if you go into a city you have lots of light pollution so like all you see is the glare from the lights so the stars are not as nice but we were out in the middle of a dark forest. There was no lights. Or, there were no lights around, except
0: for our flashlights. But we all turned off our flashlights,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then we looked up, and there were stars everywhere.
1: It was pretty amazing.
0: I even saw um, a square constellation. Awesome. Okay, so with every trip, there is always a time where there is drama. Let's talk about the drama we had this time.
1: Okay, so let's first say what Mama learned from this trip is. Never use an online travel service to book your airline reservation. I made the biggest mistake of using Amex travel and I booked it back in March. We are now in August. And it was dramatic because we got to the airport at like five in the morning. Our flight was at 630. And when we got to the desk, they were like, you don't have tickets which was interesting because I paid for tickets. We had ticket numbers and Amex Travel had been telling us for months, oh, prepare for your trip or for your trip. So when you book through a third party, the third party is the one that you have to deal with the whole time. So I called the third party and they were like, we see your tickets, but American didn't see our tickets. We're sitting in there at the counter for about an hour. And when our flight started to board, I was like, we aren't going to make it. So. At the last minute, I booked Southwest airline tickets, which I think we were like the last four seats on an airplane. And what was even worse about it is we had to go from one airport to another. We were in DC and we had to get ourselves out to Baltimore. By the time we got to Baltimore and got to the airplane, there were five minutes left before they closed the gate. There was no food anywhere. Poor Stella had to sit with strangers right Stella I was terrified it was yeah it was crazy I, we were lucky we could do it oh but also I feel like the,
0: there was only one part that I would that was a little bit funny because grandma just told us stay here do not move do, do not talk you can mm-hmm. eat your cookies but you stay here and I was like okay I have no idea what she's talking. About. And then, and then, me and Issa just started to oh, immediately oh, oh, play oh. rock paper scissors. That
1: was when I was like at the airline counter, yeah, and all the drama, and I was having a meltdown. And Issa turned to me at one point and was like, "Mama, you need to get it together and rally." Yeah, <laughs> and, like,
0: ah. and like also for some reason, when Grandma was going to come over to you to like figure it all out, she told me and Issa to stay in our seats, don't and don't move. So I was like, okay. Yeah, and, then, was and then and then I asked her if I can eat my cookie and she was like, I don't care. So I just ate my cookie. And then all of a
1: sudden, Isa was like. Well, the moral okay. of the story is always have a backup plan. Never book with a third party because if we had booked direct with American Airlines, we would have at least been able to deal with American Airlines and not all the drama with the other. But thankfully we got here. I still have to deal with Amex because Amex Travel took my money and didn't give me tickets. That's a whole nother story. So the second point of drama was that when we went up to Monteverde on the night hike, passports or some kind of identification were required and we did not bring them with us. And so it took me a while to find the pictures. So my next travel tip to avoid this is that even if you want to leave your passports in the safe where you're staying, make sure you take pictures of your passports and this is always a good travel tip because like somebody could take your passport or anything like that. And if you end up in a different country and you need to get your passport renewed, having a picture of your old passport is critical.
0: Yeah. But also um, didn't you have the, the pictures for um, for T and grandma?
1: I had everyone's, I had everyone's picture, but when you are last minute trying to pull up pictures and you don't remember where you put it it's just it's best to have it like, in a when, place you know and then like
0: i was crying because i really wanted to go on the hike so bad and only t and grandma could go and then like when she i tried to hide it but like i was so teary it was and then once t saw me she's like oh no so I was crying
1: it was dramatic i'm glad that we finally found them but i could have really it would have been really nice if the travel company that we went through had told me exactly what I needed and we could have avoided that. Um, All right. So the final, hopefully what's the final, most dramatic story of our trip is on the way back from Monteverde, we wanted to stop at a grocery store. It was in a local town called Villa Real, which is about 15 minutes outside of Tamarindo. And the grocery store there was amazing because it had really fresh fruit. I had gone there for a cooking lesson earlier in the week. And so I was like, okay, let's stop there on the way back. And the driver was like, sure. So we stopped at the grocery store and my sister, Laura, and I went into the grocery store and probably about like two minutes in, I heard bang, 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 bang. And I was like, huh, what is that? And at first I thought it was like, you know, those packing things that you and Issa like to pop, like those little things that come in like boxes where you just like, pop them with your fingers and it makes the big loud noise.
0: Oh, like, like, and then like, once you throw them, like it makes
1: like a pop. Yes. Yeah. I so that. like, that's what I thought it was. And then it kept happening. And I turned to Laura and I was like, what is going on? And she was like, that sounds like gunshots. And I'm like, no, it can't be that. And then my mom was in the van with the driver and the two kids. And we got a text message from my mom. And she was like, There are gunshots at the soccer field right next to you. And someone's running around with a gun. And so we quickly left with our groceries uh, after paying, of course. But it was super dramatic. And I got back to Tamarindo and I was like, what the heck?
0: But didn't you leave something in there? So like you had to go back in. And then I couldn't hear a thing. And like you, you, and like all of you kept on like rushing in. And I was like, what is happening? And the grandma was like, honey, honey, be quiet.
1: Like Grandma, the whole building was crazy. And I'm really glad we got out of there. I felt really bad for the bus driver because the bus driver got super nervous and he was also trying to like get people out of there. And I think the thing that was interesting. So we get back to Tamarindo and I was asking some of the locals, like, hey, like this happened. Is this normal? And they were all like, no, this is not normal. And I've thought a lot about it since the day. And yes, like it was definitely a very scary situation. And I definitely had a tall glass of wine when we came back. But there are also like shootings that happen all over the United States. It was super scary, but I think that we are lucky we got out of it and we shouldn't like think that there's something bad about Costa Rica because of that situation. Because I do actually believe the locals when they said that that is not a normal occurrence that happens there all the time. It was just, we were in the wrong place at the wrong time. But all in all, it's been a fantastic vacation. I think so. What do you think, Stella? It's, I love Costa Rica. (laughs) And what I would encourage parents to do is really try to think outside the box and just recognize that even if it takes a little bit more planning on your part to try to find out where to go, it ends up being worth it in the long run. Even with all the travel drama, because your kids get to do things and experience things. and. I think as a parent, it's more fun to travel with my kids because I really love experiencing their joy as well. Like the other day, Issa got up on the surfboard for the first time.
0: Oh, I learned how to like, and Stella
1: learned how to do a like switchback on the surfboard, which was really cool. And I loved watching you guys, it was really fun. And I just feel really thankful that we got to come down here again. Oh, and also, can I say something? What if you ever come to?
0: Tamarindo Costa, Tamarindo Costa Rica. I recommend you go surfing.
1: Yes. Surfing is the best. And I think one of our next vacations, we're going to have to plan a surf vacation because we all really love it. And it's a really great workout. Can we buy a
0: surfboard and we can just go surfing by ourselves?
1: I think we have to get to the point where we can actually do timing well, but I Maybe already I know, know how
0: to do timing.
1: Okay. Well, little miss, catch your. What did you say to me? You were like, oh, I fell off the surfboard. And she was like, mama, you just have to catch your balance.
0: Yo, Catching yeah. my
1: balance is a lot harder at my size than it is for you. But I appreciate the fact that you are a phenom and can do without problems. But
0: also, I feel like when surfing, you the instructor, you just paddle, pad, you just go one, two, three,
1: And then you stand up and then you just do this. Okay. You just stand up. It's just not that easy because it's harder when you're heavier, Stella. All right. So thanks for joining us this week. I hope you all have a great time traveling. We would love for you all to reach out to us on social media. Our Instagram tag is Seeking Different. And tell us about your travel vacations. Where have you gone? That has been really fun. And where do you recommend we go next? Thank you so much for taking the time
0: to listen to Seeking Different.
1: If you like what you heard, share us with your family and friends.
0: Tell us what you'd like to hear on future episodes and share your stories about belonging and family.
1: You can connect with us on Instagram at Seeking Different.
0: See you next time.